Now, looking forward, um, do you still have a lot of episodes lined up that you want to do? I do. I was just telling someone, I was like, you should come on my show. And I was like, actually, please (laughs) do not come on my show. I have like 25 episodes that I am behind in editing. Oh, wow. This huge vault, um, or in the can, as they say, uh, and I need to catch up. I just get so excited every time I, you know, think, oh, my God, yeah, I should have Parker Posey. I should have, you know, it just Allison Johnny. Like, it's just this kind of endless list. And, yeah, yeah. Um, and now what's really exciting is they're contacting me, and, like, they're like, why aren't I on your show? Um, which <laughs> right, is totally table to turn. Exactly, like, okay. Um, so yeah, there are many, many more to come and, and now I just have to kind of figure out, um, how to manage all of the ones that I have and also branching out. Do you know who Cascade is? Uh, the, the musical artist? Yeah. Yes, I do. So Cascade is going to be a guest on my show next week and right. Like he's not an actor, although he's constantly in videos and performing, Right. but he's someone like in the world of DJs. There are probably 10 in the world that everyone knows who they are the way they would know who a pop singer is. Totally. It's kind of extraordinary. And and when you Google them, like when you see the uh, salaries they command, it's staggering. It's amazing. Yeah. And Cascade sells out stadiums as quickly or quicker than Beyonce. Like it's <laughs> extraordinary. Yeah. So I'm unbelievably interested in, you know, his story and his artistry and how he thinks of, you know, is he, is he a, a composer? Is he a D de- like, he's so many things at once. And so obviously I guess that just means I'm branching out into unbelievably successful artists, um, in all walks of life and yeah. in all, um, genre. And that's really exciting to me to be able to share those people too. And perhaps it will bring new people you know, as listeners who aren't actors or just interested in actors. So, and then I have Alex Ganza. He writes the show Homeland. He created that oh, show. Okay. And I thought, oh, I have a lot of questions about Homeland. Let's have him on. So, <laughs> you know, it's kind of um, morphing a little bit into unbelievably successful artists in all different areas with, with a huge stable of actors continuing yeah. to come in. Little Known Facts, you can find it over at littleknownfactspodcast.com. That's where you're going to find all of their episodes, um, a little bit about them, uh, the contributions, as well as if you want to get in contact with them. Um, So yeah, that'll do it today for Podcast of the Day. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Let me know what you thought by calling in and giving me your observations, or if you have any podcast recommendations for me, I'd be glad to hear them. Other than that, though, I'll catch you back here tomorrow for a brand new edition of Podcast of the Day. Uh, It's a thrill, and people can listen. Obviously, it's on iTunes and everywhere people listen to their podcasts, but littleknownfactspodcast.com is where you can find out more about me. The whole catalog of previously um, published episodes are there, and tons of photos and more kind of in-depth info about all the stars who are on the show, so... It's kind of one-stop shopping for little-known facts if awesome. you do that. Where did where did the idea for, for the podcast start, really? And, and where did that go from there? So literally the day before I was approached by somebody about 
whether I wanted to host a podcast or not, I said to my husband, I feel like this year I'm going to say yes to everything that comes my way that is not dangerous or puts us in financial jeopardy, right? Like I'm just going to, and I know I'm not the first um, to kind of come up with this concept of just say yes, but it wasn't something I had really said out loud before. And literally I said that to him and the next day I was at a cocktail party and a friend of mine came up to me and was like, you know, I don't know if you're going to think this is a good idea or not, but I've just um, met someone who has a podcast company and I feel like you would be great at hosting a podcast. It wasn't completely out of left field because I had told him how much I love listening to podcasts and how um, I find them to be a really incredibly um, wonderful way to get information and hear stories. And I think that, so A, I had just said yes, I'm going to say yes to everything. And my instinct was like, no, I, I don't I don't know how to do a podcast. But I was like, yes, yes, I would be interested. <laughs> and then I thought about, um, you know, when people begin to write, the first thing they're told is start with what you know, right? Like write what you know. So I've been an actress for over 20 years and the people I know really intimately are actors mm-hmm. and um I thought, well, who would come in? Like, what friend is going to come in and do my podcast as a guest uh, when the podcast doesn't exist yet? And so I thought, okay, let me ask John Slattery of Mad Men fame. He's a dear friend of mine. I've known him for five years. So first he came in and when we were done, he looked at me and he said, you know, you are like a female Howard Stern. And I remember thinking like, is that a compliment or like, I don't think that would just happen. And he said, no, no, no. What I mean is you make people feel really comfortable. And he said, I just felt like I could suddenly say anything. And I was, um, I felt safe is kind of what he meant. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, like anything, once someone is willing to be the first, it's easy to be the second. So once he came on, and I could, you know, call my next friend. And I had done a Broadway musical with B.D. Wong called You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. I played Lucy and he played Linus. Um, so I called B.D. and he came in next. And then I had done a job, my first series with Cynthia Nixon. So then she came on. And my first straight play was with Laura Linney. So then she came. And, you know, the nice thing about being older, there are lots of things that are hard about not being 20 anymore. But the really nice thing is the longevity of friendships. And I happen to be incredibly fortunate that so many of the people that I started out with in New York have become incredibly well-known, some of them internationally, mm-hmm. you know, movie stars. Right, and, right. But I have, you know, I've, I've said to everyone, I only have two criteria to come on my show. It is you have to be incredibly talented and incredibly kind. And there are a lot of people who are not both in this business. And um, I'm really happy to be able to host uh, the artists that are both of those things and are as passionate about their craft as they are about giving back and advocacy. So it's been really nice to highlight these people who I think are using their celebrity, whatever that means, um, <laughs> To not only, you know, get really incredible projects done, but also focus on incredible organizations. Yeah. So um, now that you've been doing the podcast for a while. Um, yeah. I mean. Don't hear. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, you, did you start last May then? I did. Wow. I did. I think, I think like, you know, 
I think literally today was one of my first, <laughs> I feel like it was around Mother's Day. Like I just remember okay, that. Yeah, that's one thing remember. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was kind of the beginning of it. Wow. And so, I mean, how, how has that experience been just being able to talk to all these people that you've known for such a long time to maybe hear things that you've never known about them before? I think that what's been really amazing is, you know, we really do sit down in this little room and we drink coffee together and it is as if we are, you know, at a cafe, except we happen to have headphones and a microphone there while we're doing it. And I feel like part of it is, I think when someone is in a room and they realize that there's not someone interviewing them who's looking for the gotcha, like, ooh, I, right. There's, this is literally just in the course of conversation, the same way you and I, um, whether it was a first meeting or our hundredth are catching up with each other that throughout the conversation, memories are sparked or, or, you know, um, things that that just happen to be uh, relevant to what we're talking about get revealed, not because I'm looking to find those, but only because that's what happens anytime we're sitting honestly and talking with, you know, someone who we know cares about us. And I think part of what has been so successful about this podcast um, is I, I am so um, respectful of everyone in that room. Mm-hmm. And their integrity and their privacy is just as important to me as it is to them. And so everything we are revealing is only because they feel that from me. And I would never, you know, I start every interview before we push record just saying, if there's anything which happens in life, like you'll call someone up and go, remember I told you that thing about Steve? If you see Steve, do you mind not telling him that I said that? Because he might not, right? Like I'm not, I think I'd like to tell Steve myself. (laughs) <laughs> so I feel like, you know, I always say if, if, you know, two hours from now or two days from now, you go, you know what, I feel like maybe it wasn't great what I said about that director because out of context, it will sound like it wasn't a happy working experience when in fact it was, it was just not a happy day yeah. on set. It's not in there. Like, like no one needs to, you know, worry that they're going to be embarrassed or anyone listening will, will hear about themselves and be embarrassed. My name is Alana Levine, and I have a podcast uh, on iTunes called Little Known Facts with Alana Levine. And uh, basically what I do is I sit down with actors, pretty well-known actors from Broadway and television and film, and we just talk for half an hour about life, about love, about process. We focus a lot on how they got through the hard times and... uh, that has really resonated for listeners, regardless of whether they are artists themselves, actors or directors or writers, but anyone starting anything in life. Um, a lot of no is what you hear for most of the time while you're trying to embark upon a dream. Right. And so whether you end up being Cynthia Nixon or someone in the tech world or whatever, um, it's been really happy making to see that something that I thought was going to be very... Um, actor oriented Mm -hmm. has become uh, universally inspiring. That is the best part of what this podcast has brought me. I really enjoyed some of the, some episodes because it's just, uh, you get to hear so much about these people. I I love it. Yeah. I mean, I think what's been really great. I mean, my, my roster 
it's Molly Ringwald and Matthew Broderick and Cynthia yeah. Nixon, John Slattery. Like it's a really, um, Julianne Moore was just in the booth yesterday. Octavia Spencer is going to be wow. on next week. And I feel like, um, there's something about the intimacy of podcasts and audio in general that really allows people, it's almost like the podcast booth is like a confessional. There's something so intimate about it. And none of my guests are coming on because they're plugging a specific project. It's really just plugging life and right. what they get through the day like the rest <laughs> of us. Um, so I think that's why it's really been lending itself to such an intimate um, conversation. Yeah. It's like it's like a late night talk show without the plugging and um, the the noise. <laughs> it feels exactly. like, yeah. and no no producer calling the actor. Right. You know, I'm sure people know that most of the stories that actors tell on late night talk shows, whether it's Kimmel or Fallon, you know, there's a there's someone from the show that calls. They they sort of vet different stories for the actors to share. Yeah. And it all yep. seems spontaneous. And I didn't know that. Like, I had no idea that everything's kind of vetted and rehearsed uh, to a certain degree. Mm -hmm. um, or or the publicist kind of shares what the person's going to want to talk about this. You know, I right. believe everything I see and read and hear. So I was like, wait a minute. Jimmy <laughs> Fallon already knew that they were going to talk about the time the car, you know, didn't start. And, yep. you know, a grandma helped them. So anyway, it's been really nice. There's no pre-interview. We just sit down and chat. I actually got to talk with Alana about the show and doing it and being able to just talk with all of these different people and hear their stories and she had a lot to say. Um, it was a really great interview and I can't wait to show you. So here it is. I think so much about how there's talent, right? And then you need something lucky in your life. So the idea mm -hmm. that you were in Alabama and met the one person mm -hmm. who, you know, kind of had a foot in both worlds and that you found that person. Well, it was due diligence, though. Let me tell you, there was a movie that came to Montgomery. And this was I didn't know that movies filmed on location like they filmed in different places mm -hmm. other than Los Angeles and New York. No idea. And there was a movie coming to Montgomery starring Whoopi Goldberg and Sissy Spacek called The Long Walk Home. And I called those people every day. I, my detective snooping, everything. I figured out where their offices were and I went down there and they realized they weren't going to get rid of me. So they hired me as an intern and they paid me a hundred bucks a week. And I worked with, in the extras casting department with the um, location casting director um, who did extras casting and location casting. And that's how I, and then I found out she was from Birmingham and we, we became friends. Um, and so whenever she would go on to do stuff and I was out of school, I would go help her. But yeah, that's, that's what I did. It was just, it took a lot of, a lot of, I look back now, I was like, oh, wow. I just kept going until they, because all they could do was say no. And they said no a lot. But, you know, I just kept on them until they said, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think if you lived in New York, you would call that chutzpah. And living in Alabama, I'm sure it's like gumption or some kind of, you know, you had a vision. You're a very powerful person. So when I met you, you were already in L.A. Tate Taylor and Octavia came as a package. I met this hilarious dynamic duo. So Tate Taylor ended up getting the rights to the book called The Help, adapting it into a screenplay. And that obviously a little bit, the rest is history. We met on a time to kill because we were the same casting director that I worked with in Alabama was she was the location casting and extras casting for a time to kill. So I went to Mississippi and I just it was so weird 
being an ex just casting because it, it, we were so far away from everybody else. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of thought, I don't think I want to do this anymore. And as I was preparing to quit, in walks Tate Taylor to deliver our call sheets because it was almost the first day of shooting. And, um, and he brings the call sheets and I'm like, who is this? And we hit it off and I stayed and we became the best of friends. And um, when I found out that he was moving to LA, he had a house sitting gig. So he was going to be staying out here for free for his first three or four months. And I thought, well, if he got a house sitting gig, then I can get a house sitting gig. He can't move to LA and me not move to LA. <laughs> exactly. And so I found a house, I found a house sitting gig <laughs> and, and, uh, uh, we raced each other. I, actually, I raced him. He didn't realize we were in this competition. Only I knew that. I beat him to L.A. He took the more um, leisurely route. He went skiing and all that, and I just drove straight through. Little known fact about my guest today, she still gets emotional when she recalls how her filmmaker friends fought to have her cast in The Help. Then she went on to win the Oscar. Welcome, Octavia Spencer. Hey everyone, my guest today is the Academy Award-winning actress Octavia Spencer. Along with her Oscar, Golden Globe, BAFTA, and SAG Award, Octavia has been nominated or won every award that can possibly be given to an actress. She has appeared in close to 70 films and just as many TV shows. She was named by Entertainment Weekly one of the 25 funniest actresses in Hollywood. She became a household name for her performance as Minnie Jackson in The Help, and more recently, she she has moved audiences with her performances in The Shack, Hidden Figures, and Gifted. She is a producer and activist. She is the author of the young adult series Randy Rhodes, Ninja Detective. She is an exceptional actress and a beautiful human being. Welcome, Octavia Spencer, to the podcast. Wow, that was pretty fantastic. <laughs> it sounds good on paper. It sounds really good on paper. <laughs> I know. I feel like I really did a good job creating. That was great. I, I think you need to do that all the time for me. Like, just go everywhere and read that intro. <laughs> do you know what? If it would mean us actually spending more time together, because it really has been, you know, listeners, I met Octavia, I think it was like around 19... 19- 98. We did a little short film Mm -hmm. called Making Sandwiches with Sandy (laughs) Bullock at the helm. And that was the beginning of your magical existence coming into my life. And that's a long time now. Yes, it's been a long time. And I, you know what, it's, you always know the special ones because, you know, we, we, we stay together no matter what, you know, we're all over the place, but we're always in touch in that that means a lot to me. You know, you were there at the very, very beginning. Everything's okay. Welcome to Little Known Facts, a podcast where you will hear unfiltered, raw, honest, and uniquely funny interviews with artists you love as they talk about the art they love to make. I'm your host, Ilana Levine. Funny enough, the podcast of the day's name is also called Little Known Facts, so I know, a great pun. But anyways, um, Little Known Facts is hosted by Alana Levine, and she's a actress for stage and film, and on the podcast she talks with a bunch of her friends and colleagues that she knows in the celebrity world, um, and they can range from being actresses to actors um, on film and stage alongside musicians and a ton of other creative people, so it's um, a very raw 
and honest interview uh, podcast where you get to hear things you really wouldn't hear anywhere else. Um, and that's why it's kind of called Little Known Facts. You get to hear a lot of things that um, celebrities really wouldn't divulge on any other platform besides this podcast. So it's really cool to hear some of these celebrities talk about different things that they um, that they may not share otherwise. I mean, the past couple of guests that she's had on has included Andy Cohen, Octavia Spencer, Orfe, and Christopher Hink. Uh, so that's just a few of the many that she's had on so far. She's done over 50 episodes, or almost 50 episodes, I'm sorry, and uh, it's wonderful. So I'm going to play a clip for you today from the Octavia Spencer episode, episode 48, and uh, let's listen in. Happy Monday and welcome back to Podcast of the Day. I'm your host Grant and we're learning some little known facts on today's edition of Podcast of the Day. 